You're listening to the Fresh Takes on Tech podcast, a show from the International Fresh Produce Association. This is a show for people interested in the intersection between technology and the produce and floral industries. Every week, we explore the problems, solutions, people, and ideas that are shaping the industry. If you are interested in the innovations that create change, this is the place for you. Let's dive in. Hello, I'm Bonnie Estes, your host of Fresh Takes on Tech. This season, we're highlighting companies in the Freshfield Catalyst Accelerator. The Accelerator is a six-month program bringing new technology into the produce industry. For more information about the Accelerator, you can contact me or go to freshproduce.com. Joining us on today's show is Roz Harvey, founder and CEO of The Yield, an Australian ag tech company leveraging data science to provide produce growers with digital playbooks to improve growing operations and supply chains. Great to have you. Great to see you. Thanks, Bonnie. Fabulous to be here. And, you know, thanks very much to IFA for the Accelerator. It's been an amazing experience. So how did you decide to focus on produce? Like most people that I've known in my career, it's, it's corn, 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 wheat, wheat, wheat. So when you started all this, why did, why did you think you'd start with produce? Okay, well, probably first and foremost, in some ways, is, is opportunity because at the time I was living in Tasmania, it's a very big, it's a southern island state of Australia and it's a very big fresh produce um, producer. Um, and, you know, the people are just amazing. So it's, it's a great industry to work in in the first instance. But then from a purely, you know, looking at it from a, a, a commercial opportunity, you've got 40 times the um, gross margin per acre in fresh produce than you do in when you're working in um, row cropping and commodity crops. So that's one reason. And the second reason is that um, is that it's when in fresh produce, the value chain is actually very important and you have a lot more integration. And because our solution solves for on-farm challenges and links on-farm production with the value chain, having that tighter integration really matters. Most of our customers are in fact, you know, have agency in that value chain. They're not, they're not only just growing, they're also contract growing, but they're also packing, processing, you know, marketing, distributing. And so it's actually that integration means that it's much easier to work with them to solve problems that create multiple value points along that value chain. That's a great answer because I, I worked a good portion of my early career in row crops and and what people always thought was, well, you have to start there because it's bigger and it's more uniform and that's where all the money is and that's where all the interest is. And I think I'm really starting to see a shift, you know, especially with companies like yours where people are like, no, the, the value is here. And people also are both people that you employ and people who give you money and people who, you know, are, are very interested in produce now, I think more than they probably were you know, 10, 15 years ago. So I love seeing companies start there. Yeah. Look, it's it's an absolute massive, you know, opportunity. It's a $1.5 trillion opportunity globally. And I think fresh is just so important in terms of, you know, people and nutrition as well. And so I think that that makes it a really exciting industry sector to actually work in. Um, and there's lots of other reasons as well, but you know, I, I really think that this this um, the opportunity in, in produce is really really big. And you know, we know that in row crops, there's just enormous pressure on profitability because you know what's going to growers as a return is is you know is always getting squeezed. 
Um, what's really interesting in specialty crops for every dollar at farm gate value is there's $2.50 post farm gate in value created. And, you know, most of our customers are operating along those value chains. And so, you know, linking on farm with the value chain means that we've got this enormous opportunity to optimise the whole value chain, um, reducing waste, increasing sustainability and increasing profitability. And, you know, that's, that's the holy grail. That's what you want to do. So we've talked a number of times and every time I talk to you, I understand what you're offering a little bit better, but to try to help our listeners um, understand, walk us through what the playbook does for a producer. What problems are you solving and how does it work? Okay. Look, the fundamental problem that we're solving is the uncertainty created by weather. And it is the one thing that a grower cannot control. And everybody who sells in and everyone who buys out from a, from a farm is affected by that fundamental problem. So the way we seek to solve it is to create digital playbooks that have two components. The first is a set of recommendations that match genetics with the customer's know-how with the local environment and weather conditions. So what we do is we have a platform technology where we create containers where we can translate um, a grower's knowledge and their growing protocols about how to irrigate, how to, um, you know, nutrition, how to manage harvest, how to manage their spray for that crop at that growth stage in that location. And so in some ways what we're doing is capturing their IP in these IP containers and then deploying it anywhere, potentially anywhere in the world with local weather. And we can do that very cost effectively and cheaply using what's called gridded weather, which is what most of our world forecasting systems are on. Or we can take local data from, say, a weather station, and we're agnostic about this. And then we have a patent for predicting local weather, which gives you this accuracy uplift, this very significant accuracy uplift. So we know if we take our customers' digital playbooks on, say, how to irrigate in apples, that um, we can reduce, potentially reduce by 50% the water requirement by using a local prediction as opposed to these general gridded ones. So what it does for our customers is just takes away an enormous amount of all those calculations and everything that people are trying to do in their heads, makes it really simple. It renders it into a very simple user interface, which is either an activity window saying you can do this thing at this time when these are the hours you've got it, or a, a traffic light, which is a risk or an efficacy of a product. So if I can give you some really concrete examples, um, for example, in the Apple industry, um, in using our digital playbook, a very large customer of growing apples in New Zealand used it to manage their thinning. So when you grow apples, the most important thing, the decision you have to make at the very early part of the season is how you make sure you get the right fruit set, which means you've got the right number of blossoms on the tree that turn into fruit. And you don't want to have too many and you don't want to have too few because it all goes to the size that meets the quality standards and then that goes to your packout rate and how, um, you know, the, the return effectively for, for the season. And so in New Zealand, they have two different products they use to help them get the right number of blossoms in this, this first step of, 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 uh, of thinning. And they're very, both of them are very weather dependent and what the company does is uses two products because... They want to make sure that they've got whatever weather conditions they have, they can use one or the other. 
And so taking their protocol about what, which one of those they apply in which weather conditions, then rolling it out across 13 you know, different sites, they can actually were able to say exactly and precisely which one I should use when, when I'm setting up the schedule to get the best possible outcome, not only in the window, but the efficacy, how strong the impact was. They're, you know, they're saying back to us, best, best thinning season we've had in 30 years, because we just took away all that complexity, took all their know-how together with our analytics and made it really simple to do. And that's a very concrete example. And I could run through crop after crop after crop, you know, different decisions that people are making at different times about what they need to do. So by getting all that knowledge and know-how, you it means that you get rid of key person risk, you can make sure that you're learning fast, you're getting data-driven decisions, and you're making your valuable people's lives just so much easier. Because instead of them trying to spend so much time trying to do this in their heads or just doing it the way they've done it before, they can actually become data-driven and you get better outcomes from that. So that's what we're doing on farm, the digital playbook. And then we add to that, we don't stop there. We take our customers' historical data, and we then use AI to predict their harvest. And so quantity, quality, timing. Again, let me give you a concrete example. In the case of the wine industry in Australia, we actually are managing 20% of the wine of the vintage. And we're predicting 18 months in advance what the vintage is actually going to produce. And we get about a 97% accuracy 18 months in advance using AI, digital playbook, weather, satellite, all these different sources into our models, 18 months into advance, which is used by the business and in financial planning and planning for what they're actually going to make in terms of wine so that they can meet the market demand. And then what happens is with the digital playbook, as the season un un unfolds, we update those predictions every you know, two weeks by every variety, every region, every block. And our customer actually can adjust their digital playbook to say, you know what, we're actually going to manage this block differently because we actually need this sort of blend into the fermenters and crushers. And we can actually adjust our whole um, portfolio, if you like, of assets to make sure we bring it in on that target. It's a bit like landing a plane. You know, you know where you're going and as the season unfolds, they adjust what they're doing to bring it in exactly on target. And most of our customers are in that position. They're not just trying to optimise yield. They're actually trying to work out how do they transform the value of that asset into the best financial return through the value adding process, whatever that may be whether it's processing into wine, whether it's storing and then packing and selling, or in the case of very fresh, like berries, for example, where, again, we're doing about 50% of Australia's berry industry. We do rolling, um, rolling six weeks forecasts, you know, because um, it's a continuous cropping. Uh, really what they're trying to do, it's super, super fresh, so you've got very limited storage options, is match it to the market, uh, to, the market to get the best possible price. So if you know what you're going to have and you're going to have a bit of an excess in the next you know two to three weeks well there's some things you can do to adjust your picking rates but there's also things that you can do if you know two weeks in advance in setting price or doing promotions or whatever it is so really by combining what you do on farm with understanding what the outcome is going to be and working with the rest of the value chain you can actually optimize and so that's really what we're doing is we're connecting what happens on farm with how you actually translate that into value 
And so it's a really exciting place to work because I come back to this fundamental uncertainty problem. And anyone who in fresh produce knows all about this, you know, you can think you're on one trajectory and suddenly something happens with weather that you don't expect and it's uncertain and suddenly you're on a different trajectory and everybody's scrambling up and down the value chain to solve that. So really that's what we're doing is we're creating digital playbooks, help people on farm, also help know what's coming so that you can adjust what you're doing to bring it in on target to get the best possible value and the people up the value chain know what's coming and that they can in effect give the feedback loops onto what's happening on farm to make that a more efficient process. Yeah, and that really That's how you shows. Do more with less. <laughs> yeah, it really shows the difference in the produce industry as well, because, like you said, you're, you're moving, you're moving fresh, and there's timing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if you if you're in grain, you know, like you you grow as much as you can, come what happens, and you send it off, and it's you know, I mean, I'm probably simplifying it, but it's a commodity. You have little agency in it, whereas in fresh produce, by uh, you know, it's our superpower in a way. Yeah, that exactly. Fresh. But that causes all these other things, yeah. <laughs> because it gives you – it causes challenges, but it also causes enormous opportunity and, um, you know, in terms of of how we can actually optimise our own value chains. So what you, – you've given a couple examples of customers. Um, so it sounds like you work in many different crops. Is there any particular size of company that you tend to gravitate towards or, you know, some, tell us a little bit more about your customer profile? Yeah, that's really interesting. So um, we started off working with growers who in, in, in certainly um, – and no, no two markets are the same, by the way. Australia is a different market to the US, but there are some commonalities, of course. Um, but typically our customers, um, you know, interestingly, two-thirds of our, our annual recurring revenue doesn't come from growers. It comes from pre-farm gate or post-farm gate. So what I mean by that, processes – marketers who want to know what's coming so that it can help them better get value from what the grower is producing, right? So the they're other the ones side, that you're actually selling to is, is in that part. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And often, look, it, it's blurred because often they're integrated, often, 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 you know, large family um, enterprises, um, certainly that we have many in the US, is, um, you know, they're basically growing, potentially 30 to 50% of production. All of our customers are quite similar like this. And then they'll have a core contracting group where there's quite a stable relationship. And then they'll have spot marketing. And so our customers, they're on a digital transformation journey and really we're helping them with that. And and that that is really how most of our customers would say, you know, we, we start, we create, the trick in this, create value today, lay down the data sets and keep solving problems with that data as as the business matures. And that's why we're a platform technology, not a single point solution. We're, we're really creating that knowledge infrastructure and that data infrastructure so that our customers can put their data to work and can continually learn and keep adding analytics and just getting better and better and better at what they do. So what is the sales cycle like? It sounds like um, that's a lot to, to go to someone with. And if you're, if you're going to a company and you're saying, okay, Either you're vertically vertically integrated or you're not, but everyone in your chain kind of has to be involved in this. What's how long does that usually take to have those conversations? And what kind of person within an organization would be able to talk about this and understand the value? Yeah, look, we we've developed our, our sales cycle to really focus on value, and so um, the way we we sort of go about this, we have a business improvement framework, and we call it our sixteen tiles. There's four that are about revenue, four that are about cost four that are about risk and four that are about digital transformation. 
and we have um, for each crop, we have these 16 little tiles that we do calculators. And for every crop, we basically know where the money is. So, you know, Apple's really focusing on thinning and pack out rates is really important first start where you can make, you know, get value immediately whilst you deal with these other issues. Um, you know, in uh, in uh, in working in berries, it's all about, you know, price realisation and getting a really good handle on er of these early, you know, four weeks and six weeks where prices are set, getting the harvest prediction there. So we actually go through with our customer and we have a very quick way of doing it where we basically can calculate what the, you know, roughly what the return is. And we're demonstrating in Australia about 10% um, farm gate uh, value and about a 45% ROI over five years. So the starting point is creating a very clear what's now today and where do you want to get to and, and getting very clear on that roadmap. And so then what we do is we, the way that we sell is normally it's 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 at the CEO, CEO, COO level. Uh, as the executive sponsor, we then would have a kickoff workshop with key people across the business, and that would be from the field operations people to the pack house operations people to the, you know, um, marketing to the technology team, and and most of our customers are large, so they'll have a technology team, and we do a kickoff workshop and make sure everyone's on the same page, and then using that business improvement framework is really incredibly important because what it does is give you a guide to the digital transformation itself. And I often say to customers, say for example, I'm predicting in wine, um, what the what we're gonna get a year or 18 months out. And if a customer is not got the flexibility in their contracting system to adjust their contract, and that's where they're looking for the value to be created, then they're never gonna achieve that outcome. I think we're, we're getting uh, we're getting along here. So um, I do have one more question that I wanted to talk to you about. And, um, that is about the Freshfield Catalyst. So you've been part of this program and it's been great to have you that we've been putting on with IFPA. So how has it been for you to be um, part of this particular cohort? I, I really think it's fantastic that IFPA has um, set up this program. And I'm really proud to be part of the inaugural, you know, um, program and kick off of that. And so for us, like we're an Australian company uh, 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 but really we were born global because all of our customers are global and many of them already they, they grow and and operate in Australia but they also do in the US or they have joint ventures or you know they have relationships and, and all the large enterprise growers in fresh produce do because they're diversifying their risk and they're, they're global and so being able to work with the um, accelerator means that even though they are our customers are global there's a there's differences, huge differences in different markets. And so to be able to work with other ag tech companies, to share insights, to get access to industry experts, to be able to build out a network, to accelerate our understanding of the differences in the market, you know, all of this is really, really important to us. So we're very, we think it's been a fantastic initiative and we'd love to think how we can support it going forward. Great. Thank you. So in closing, um, how can people get in touch with you if they want to continue this conversation and hear more about you and the product? www.theyield.com. Very simple. Excellent. <laughs> yes. And you're in the States a lot at, at various different events. And so if people want to find you, they can 
oh no, no, we've got a, we're building out a US team here. We're about to make an exciting announcement next week. Um, we also have a strong partnership with Yamaha, and so we're working with robotics, where our digital playbooks not just telling humans, but they're telling robots when to spray, and then we're taking that data back so we can close the loop. Um, so we've got already, you know, work that we're doing with customers uh, in wine in the Napa Valley. Uh, we've already got um, in in fresh produce, uh, in tomatoes. Uh, we've got a series of customers we're in discussion with and, and how we're, we're looking to scale. So, you know, we're, we're just stepping off into that process um, and we're really excited about the potential. We're really excited about, you know, what I want to say about American companies is very good at risk, very good at understanding. It's really important to be a leader in digital technology. Um, and so we have found that it's, it's already in the discussions we've had. It's a really exciting market because people understand the importance of digital transformation. What they're looking for is, you know, a proven partner that's already trusted by other multinationals that has the kind of platform technology scale and the backers that they know will be with them on that journey. And they've got the right values and the right approach to, to the digital transformation. So all of those things together, I, we feel like we bring a lot, but there's also so much um, capability and interest and motivation um, in, in the American market that we're super excited about it. Well, it was great to talk to you and I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. The International Fresh Produce Association is bringing new technology to solve industry's big challenges through the new Fresh Field Catalyst Accelerator. The six-month immersive program works with technology companies outside of produce and floral to experience the challenges in our industry and develop innovative solutions for a healthier world. Applications are due April 4th. Find out more at freshproduce.com. You've been listening to Fresh Takes on Tech, a podcast from the International Fresh Produce Association. Keep connected with us by subscribing to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you like what you've heard, please rate the show. That helps us keep delivering the latest on produce technology. Thank you for listening. Until next time.